You are listening to Message Rewind from Discovery Church. Hey, what's going on, Discovery? Welcome to Church at Home. Hey, if you're watching this right now on YouTube, uh, our church online, or Facebook, uh, guess what? We're actually meeting at the church right now. There's a group of us um, who we're meeting out in the parking lot. We're calling it Church Outdoors. And uh, man, we really tried to do everything we can so everyone feels safe, right? And so we did spacing out in the parking lot for families to stay and to create uh, social distancing. We have mask wearing, uh, we have sanitizer. Uh, and so we're, we're just trying to do our best to keep, uh, to make everyone feel safe. And so if you're watching this on one of those, uh, one of these sites, YouTube, Facebook, and you are not uh, with us this morning at church, uh, either one of two reasons. A, you maybe just didn't feel safe and you feel safer at home. And, and if that's you, man, we respect that. We love you. We do miss you for sure. Um, but here's, here's the second thing. Uh, while you're uh, you're watching it at home, you just didn't even know that we were meeting actually in the parking lot. And so if that's you, uh, I want to invite you out next Sunday, August 30th at 10 o'clock. Uh, we're going to be having, it's, it's going to be our, our final church outdoors. And then we're going to assemble as a team, figure out the best way, method to continue to move on. And um, and, and so anyways, if, if you want to come on out uh, next Sunday, 10 o'clock, uh, August 30th. We'd love to see you. We'd love to see you. And so I want to go ahead and jump into the message right now. Um, and, and, and so, uh, we, my, my family and I, we just went to Monterey the first time I've ever been to Monterey and, and what we, we found a mirror maze that was actually open. Yeah, I know mostly everything was closed there, but this mirror maze was open. I had no idea what a mirror maze was, uh, whenever I think of a maze, I think of who can get to the finish line the fastest, right? And so, so you have a, a start and you got to weave your way through this mirror maze and then make it to the finish. If you've never been to a mirror maze, it's crazy because they got mirrors everywhere. And by the time you walk in, you have no idea if what's in front of you is a mirror or if it's an open space. And so, so when we originally went in there, man, we were just like running through everything and uh, lo and behold, we were running, pop, run into a mirror and we're like, oh my gosh. And so after a few bumps and bruises, what I realized is that if I want to successfully get to the finish mark, it's not going to be uh, by me running full speed because I was getting hurt. I was, I was, uh, I was running into mirrors. My, my little son, Sammy, my youngest, he, he was getting bruises and welts on his head because he was just running. Uh, and, and I realized that, man, that is not, if I want to finish this uh, mirror maze, it's not going to be by me racing. And so I, I changed my strategy a little bit. And what I ended up doing was, was I would, instead of running, I would walk. But within these, this walking uh, progression, what I would do is at, at some points in time, I would actually just stop. And I would just stand still. 
and I would examine my surroundings and I would begin to it, it's amazing when you stop and stand still how you can see better how, how there's more clarity right like I was able to see like oh that's gonna be a mirror right there oh I can walk this way but I can't walk this way all because I had a mind shift in the way that I viewed and I handled myself in this mirror maze. Now here's why I'm telling you this. Because if we were honest, <laughs> 2020 seems like a giant mirror maze, doesn't it? I mean, we have COVID. I don't know if you've heard about this thing called COVID. It's 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 pretty big deal. Uh, we have COVID in 2020. We've had protests and, uh, and riots uh, in 2020. We've, we have seen just the political divide of a nation even more so in 2020. And then all of a sudden we now have these fires once again happening in 2020. And, and I realized, man, like, if I just continue to keep running, I, like, I'm going to end up in pain. I'm going to end up hurt. I'm going to end up frustrated. See, because for a lot of us, man, we, we're, we are running in 2020 nonstop. And maybe a lot of us, it's not a physical run, but it's a mental run. Like our mind is constantly going, COVID, ah, oh my God, running, 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 our mind's running, riots, ah, oh my gosh, running, 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 ah, Political divide, running, running, running. Ah, I gotta teach my kids at home again. Ah, fires, ah. And if we're honest, if you're like me, we're constantly running. Our mind is constantly running and moving. Maybe for you, some of you this morning, uh, like you, you, you're like, man, John, I get it. I, like, I can't even sleep. My mind is constantly bombarded with running. And you're trying to navigate this mirror maze of 2020. And you find yourself depleted and tired, disappointed, frustrated, fearful. And that's really what I want to talk to you about this morning, this idea of stillness. Now, can I propose to you this morning that, that if you want to, to, to make it out of 2020, come on, it, it's not going to be through your own strength and through your own guidance. Here's what I've realized in 2020 that I am not the best person to be driving this ship. That was ship with a P, by the way. I, I am not the person that should be driving. Like I should not be navigating myself through 2020. And can I say to you this morning that if you plan on getting out of 2020 in the best shape that you possibly can be, that it's not going to be by you running as hard as you can mentally, physically. 
but it's you, you're gonna you like your best case scenario to come out of 2020 full of vigor and full of hope has everything to do with your ability to learn and standing still. I know. Like my whole message this morning is this idea of you and I learning to stand still. The psalmist writes the most amazing psalms in, in Psalms chapter 46. In verse 10. And here's what God is saying in this verse. I love it. He says this. Be still. To which if you're like me, I'm thinking, wait, what? How am I going? How am I supposed to stay still in this time? This makes no sense. And that's as if God knew that our our, our mind would go to that question of how, because God says, be still. How, God? And he's like, let me show you. By knowing that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. See, I need to learn to be still by understanding, by placing myself under God, knowing that He is God. We actually see a great example of this in, in the Old Testament with Israel, God's chosen people. They, they didn't do a lot of things right, but, but the story in which I'm about to share with you, they did it right because they, they placed themselves under the knowledge of who God is. And we're going to look at Numbers chapter 9, and I'm going to read this. It's a couple verses, so, so stay with me. If you got your Bibles, read this with me. Verse 19, we're going to start at verse 15. It says this, On the day the tabernacle was set up, the cloud covered it. But from evening until morning, the cloud over the tabernacle looked like a pillar of fire. This was the regular pattern. At night, the cloud that covered the tabernacle had the appearance of fire. Whenever the cloud lifted from over the sacred tent, the people of Israel would break camp and follow it. And whether the cloud settled, the people of Israel would set up camp. In this way, they traveled and camped at the Lord's command whenever he told them to go. Then they remained in their camp as long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle. If the cloud remained over the tabernacle for a long time, the Israelites stayed and performed their duty to the Lord. Sometimes the cloud would stay over the tabernacle for only a few days, so the people would stay for only a few days as the Lord commanded. Then at the Lord's command, hello, they would break camp and move on. Sometimes the cloud stayed only overnight and lifted the next morning. But day or night when the cloud lifted, check this out, the people broke camp and moved on. Can I propose to you this morning that Israel's ability to move when God moved, but to stand still when God stayed still was based off of their understanding of knowing God. 
This morning in our last moments together, I want to give you three things, three revelations of who God is. And so here's the first one. If you're taking notes this morning, uh, the first revelation of who God is. God is my guide. God is my guide. Here's what I want you to get. The cloud was a representation of God's presence. They they surrendered and and, and submitted themselves under the presence of God. So much so that they said, God, we will only move when you move. But until you tell us to move, we will stay still. Come on. How many of you guys know it is not easy to stand still? When everything around us is going on, we got to remember Israel, they were on their way to the promised land. So, So you have to imagine they were anxious to get to where they thought they were supposed to be. And if you've ever been in those shoes, man, the last thing you want to do is stand still. And yet they surrendered their wants and their desires to God. Friends, can I tell you this morning that that in modern day form is called salvation. This idea that we would surrender what we want, we would surrender our desires, our thoughts, our motives to God and say, God, here you go. Now, for some of you, you're thinking, man, that sounds so restrictive, John. Ugh, I would never. But can I propose you this morning that that learning to surrender, learning to allow God to be your guide, it is not, it it, it is not, um, it's not restrictive, but it's empowering. Check this out. Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 11. It says this, the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. I want, I want to want you to hear that. It says that God will guide you. And when he guides you, he will give you strength. So when I can learn to surrender and subject myself to the authority and lordship of Jesus, what I'm doing is though it may look restrictive, but it's empowering because if God is leading me, God is strengthening me. And if God is strengthening me, I can continue to move forward. I can continue to stand still. I can continue to trust what God has in store for my life. Come on, somebody. So we're looking at three revelations of who God is. The first one is God. God, He's God, my guide. The second one is he is God, my sympathizer. God, my sympathizer. Now, here's what I want you to to, to get is is, is that it says that at nighttime, uh, at, at nighttime, the cloud would take the form of a pillar of fire. We read in Exodus that, that, at, that God, had le- God was leading Israel at nighttime. And so what we know is that this pillar of fire uh, 
it, 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 it acted as like a light, as a guide. It, it acted as a way for people to see while they were traveling at night. Here's what I need you to understand is that God could have simply stayed as a cloud. The presence of God could have just stayed as a cloud day and night. But I need you to know this morning that if God's calling you, if he's leading you, he's going to give you the tools necessary that you need to make it successfully to where he's called you to, to be and to go. Why? Because God sympathizes your situations. Come on. God sympathizes in your seasons. See, God could have stayed as a cloud at nighttime, but he knew, hey, if I'm calling them, if I'm asking them to step out at night, I want to be able to, uh, to, 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 to be what they need in the moment of what they're going through. And so he became a pillar of fire, of light to guide so they can see where they were going. I love this. This idea that we're, whatever season you're in, God sympathizes for you. We see this in Hebrews chapter 4. I love this because it says that for we do not have a high priest. So he's referring to Jesus. The author is referring to Jesus. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness. Come on, somebody. But was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Here, like here, here's what this author is painting. That we have a high priest named Jesus who sympathizes in our seasons. Who sympathizes what we're going through. Because he understands what we're going through. Because he took the human form, came to earth, lived 33 years, was tempted in every way, but yet did not sin. And so Jesus is sitting right now at the right hand of the Father saying to God, Hey God, be easy on this person. You, God, be like I was there, I live there. It's crazy. Be come on, sit like help him out. Like we have a high priest who sympathizes in our weakness. Come on. God sympathizes in the season that you're in. Man, that encourages me. And see, when I, when I know that God's my God and, and God's my sympathizer, all of a sudden, like standing still in the middle of a storm doesn't seem so bad. Because I'm trusting him. Because I know that he sympathizes in my weakness. Come on, somebody, I hope you're encouraged this morning. And here's the third revelation of who God is. God my confidence. So going back to Psalms 46 and verse 10, God says, be still and know that I am God. And then the ending sentences, he says this, I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. I love that. God is so confident in this statement. He is so confident in this statement. 
He says, I will be honored. He says, my name will be lifted up. He could have said, uh, it might, it could be, but he, God was so confident. He said, my name will be honored. Here's what I want you to know is that God is confident in his position. God is confident in his role of supreme. God is confident as God almighty. God is confident as the author and finisher of your faith. God is confident, y'all. And because God is confident, and because I've subjected and surrendered myself under the cloud, if you will, of who God is, if God is confident, that means I can be confident. And if I am confident in who God is, I could stand still in the midst of the mirror maze of 2020. I want to leave you with this verse. Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear. This is God speaking. For I am with you. Come on, somebody needs to hear that this morning. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Listen, you can be confident because God is holding you up. He is lifting you up. Come on, 2020, that we learn to be still and know that he is God. And when I know that he is God, I know that he's my God. I know that he's my sympathizer. 2020, in the, in the, in the, the chaos, the mirror maze of 2020, that you would know and be able to stand still and know that he is God. Know that he's your guide. Know that he sympathizes in your season. And to know that he's confident in who he is, which means I could be confident in what he's called me to do. Come on, somebody. Thank you for listening to Message Rewind. Come back every Monday night at 5 p.m. to hear the latest message from Discovery Church.